0: Hey guys, uh, it's Amber Bixby, I'm back with another episode of Adulting Take Two. Uh, this week I got to talk to Justin Hicks, who's an amazing comedian, um, really interesting guy. Um, we talked about growing up in small towns. We talked about ghosts and haunted houses and road trips and um, talking too much in class, getting in trouble, um, and a really good talk. This is a really, really good time. Um, I hope you guys are having a good week and a good weekend, and happy 4th of July, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Thanks! Alright, uh, this is another episode of Adulting Take Two. I'm your host, Amber Bixby. Uh, Today I have comedian and a friend, Justin Hicks. (laughs)
1: Hey, (laughs) what's up? (laughs) No other accolades. (laughs) Truthfully, known zero other accolades, so it's completely accurate.
0: No, uh, I don't know how to intro people because I'm not really focusing on the comedy part of the like of anybody. This is a human human. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Human being. That's true uh hey justin how are you doing
1: good how are you
0: good i'm good thanks for coming out um so this podcast since it's new i'm just gonna go to go through it again real quick um so basically this podcast is for me to kind of figure out what everybody else's like late teens and 20s were like and even kind of early 30s because I think I have this idea in my head since I was, like, a teen mom. Like, I just have this idea in my head of what I've seen from, like, movies and TV. And that that's what everybody experienced. Right. Like, that everybody right. who went to college had this, like, crazy dorm roommate and had, like, crazy parties all the time. Yeah. And made straight A's also somehow. And then, <laughs> like, I don't know. So, and, you know... As far as, like, uh, high school, I had, like, pretty strict parents. So I didn't go to any high school parties or anything. But anyway, so I'm kind of just trying to figure out what everybody's experience yeah. was actually like. And kind of ask them what things they think I should do now that I can, I guess, kind of relive some of those moments.
1: You set the clock.
0: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. So, um, yeah, I I wanted to start by kind of guessing... What, what you... you're
1: probably gonna just nail everything <laughs> no
0: um i easy
1: code the crack
0: i've had like a few people on this podcast but um i've had enzo and lisa on but i'm like i know what they were like
1: for sure i'm a uh, yeah i'm a wild card <laughs> i'm not even from texas those are all texans too yeah yeah because
0: yeah, you grew up in connecticut right yeah
1: yep. okay born and raised
0: all right so have you always been pretty introverted
1: yeah, for sure. Yeah? For sure, 100%. Okay. Um, Yeah. I think it's, I don't know if it's indicative. I think that's just my personality. I don't think it has anything to do with being from a small town, but I think I just am innately introverted, yeah.
0: Oh, you're from a small town, too.
1: Yeah, it's pretty small. How small? It's probably like, I don't know, it's got to be like 8,000 people or something. It's a pretty small town, probably less when I was growing up. Yeah. So it's like more, more like a rural-ish town, I would say. Yeah, it's just a lot of lot of like farms and antique stores, and there's like no commercial businesses, you know, like except for gas oh, wow. stations. Like we got a dollar store recently, and it's a big deal. My dad took me to see it. He's like, "This is a dollar store we got recently." So um, it's a different <laughs> it's a different environment for sure.
0: That's yeah. funny. My hometown got a dollar store. It was a few years. It was a few years ago. Yeah, and it was my dad took me and was like, "Look, it's our. We got a. We got the dollar store." But it's like such
1: a la- <laughs> it's such a lame first commercial business, you know. Yeah. It could have like make that like a Pizza Hut or right, something, right. something cool. Uh, right. Dollar store. It's like, Let yeah. me
0: know when you get a Taco Bell. <laughs> I'll be much more excited. Then
1: I'll move go. back to Connecticut. Yeah.
0: Right. So are your parents still in your hometown?
1: Yeah, they're still in like the house we grew up in. They've been there since uh, 1989. So,
0: oh, that's fun, yeah.
1: It's it's wild, like, but they're both from military families, so uh, they moved around a lot. So, I think it's I don't know, I think it's probably the longest both of them have ever lived in one place, which yeah. is nice for them. So, I, I understand that
0: that makes sense, yeah. My uh, my parents just sold my childhood home, and it was, I I think. It's the only house I've ever lived in.
1: Oh, in that's life. tough. Yeah, yeah, it's tough. It's like losing. A, it's like a losing a dog or a family yeah, member. Yeah, it's. Yeah.
0: It's been. Yeah, that was actually. I didn't expect that to hit me because I'm not a very sentimental person when it comes. That's to
1: a surprise. Content, but yeah. But yeah. I try not to think about it. It's, yeah. It's sad. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So what? Okay. Well, what? were was your? teenage years like where, were
1: you, wow. where were
0: you, did you get in trouble in school were you pretty i was more
1: troublesome in like elementary school and middle school but in high school i was pretty like i didn't get in trouble i don't think i ever got into detention i probably talked a little bit too much in some classes but not most classes yeah um pretty quiet i played sports but i wasn't good at sports style i was like a i don't know, like a sophomore or something so it was kind of awkward until then and, uh, I probably got in like big trouble once. Like, I think my friends were like throwing eggs at cars, you know, just like, oh, man. just a little like mischief stuff, nothing crazy, but I wasn't like, I never got like uh detention or suspended or anything crazy like that.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, cool. So when you got in trouble for like talking, was it usually, it was talking to other people and not necessarily like talking. It was about
1: definitely just like choking around. Yeah. It definitely wasn't like malice. It was more like, I, I definitely goofed around too much, which I guess okay. makes sense as an adult but then it was just like a hindrance to my success you know
0: oh yeah yeah yeah
1: to goof off all the time
0: yeah (laughs) yeah for sure that makes sense I had a I was in choir because it was a blow-off class and I'm
1: that's oh I guess we had choir I was about to say like I I, do we even have choir at my school I guess we did have choir I never even considered that we had
0: yeah we had choir but like it was band or choir and I was like tone deaf. You had
1: to do one or the other? You
0: had to do um, something musical. Huh. So I picked choir but it was such a like blow off class and it was also taught by the guy who directed band and uh he he had his little keyboard up and he would like hit like to play a song and he would like turn around and we would run up and like unplug the like keyboard and like run back and sit down and that was just we did that until he gave up and he was like you know what just i don't care what you do just don't leave the classroom and leave me alone
1: wow you broke him we broke (laughs) you broke his spirit (laughs) we
0: did um but yeah that's maybe the most trouble i got into at school and it was just by a teacher who didn't even want to, like, fight to give us detention or anything. He was just like.
1: So your biggest malfeasance <laughs> was breaking the human spirit. Yeah. He, yeah. Brought- <laughs> he never smiled again. He thought to his wife. He never smiled again. Well, so he,
0: he moved to the next school over. And so did I, uh, eventually, not to follow him. But I ran into him, and I was like, hey, I go to school here now. And he was like, well, I don't teach choir anymore, so... And I was like, okay, I'm going to join the band. He was like, no, you're not. <laughs> and I was just, like, <laughs> hassling him because I thought it was fun. Um,
1: when he goes to therapy, it's like, so let's talk about Amber again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was, yeah, me and me and my best friend, who got me into comedy. But um, anyway, okay, so you have some... Uh, some ghost stories in here?
1: Yeah, I just, I mean, the Northeast, what I know is moving to Texas, everything is way newer, especially in Austin. Everything's pretty new. Right. Pretty much like 40s, 50s downtown, you know? Where I grew up, everything's from, you know, 1700s, 1800s. You know, like my elementary school was 100 years old when I was there. It turned 100 when I was there. And like one of our elementary school field days was going to a graveyard and doing grave rubbings you know because you could find graves from you know like people who were born in 1704 1705 people who you know lived during the revolution stuff like that so it was cool but like that was just the environment everything was just inherently kind of creepy you had to kind of this wow you you just it's just a different vibe like people have been living there since you know 1600s you know i think all that life and death kind of you have all Native American history up there, too, which is, you know, not positive. So definitely weird vibes. Um, our house, I always felt was haunted. It Like, we built it in, I guess, 1989. So it's like it's a newer house, but it just always felt like everyone would have stories about hearing sounds like the TV was on when the TV wasn't on. And... You know, having like sleep paralysis stuff and like there's mm. like when people come to our house now, they won't sleep in certain rooms. Like everyone just gets turned off by certain rooms. So <laughs> there's just like weird it's kinda of just weird energy I always felt. Um I know a couple of the churches there have like documented uh exorcisms from I don't know which century, but like they have documented exorcisms and stuff like that. So um and I think the most haunted inn in America is in uh Woodbury just closed. So yeah, a lot of a lot of ghost stuff for sure.
0: Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. That's so. Do you had have you ever had sleep paralysis?
1: Yeah, definitely. I've had that. I had it in Fredericksburg too, in Texas once, and like it was like a an apartment over a converted barn house. You know, same deal. It was like probably from the 1800s, and I had sleep paralysis there. And when we left, I was like at an Airbnb, and when we left, there was like a bushel of sage over the door, so like we knew that they knew. The place was probably haunted, you oh, know.
0: That's not a good. You
1: know, yeah, at they all. didn't put it in reviews. Like, oh, by the way, there's a ghost here, probably. Um, I never had any like crazy, crazy experiences, but you always just have these like you know feelings, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Kinda stand out,
1: you know, like in this place, this doesn't feel haunted at all. You
0: know? No, no, I don't think this place is haunted. I'm hoping I get to be the one who haunts it. Maybe. Oh, I'll- you don't want to <laughs> haunt.
1: You don't want to haunt you. You know, like I don't want to haunt anywhere. I don't want to have to live through life drama <laughs> yeah. again. You know, oh, yeah, like no. got through it once.
0: Well, I guess like it makes sense why you would fuck with somebody while you're asleep, while they're asleep. Like you get bored. If it's you're your a time ghost. to play. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, well, what do I do now? Because ghosts probably don't sleep, right?
1: Let me get in your dreams. I don't know. I guess they yeah. they are in permanent sleep.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. I don't, I don't want to be a ghost. That sounds like a, a absolute nightmare. Just,
1: uh, yeah, just go, go to the light, you know, let's <laughs> <laughs> learn, use what we've learned in the movies, you know, if there's a light, go to just it. Just go yeah. to
0: it. Yeah. You definitely don't want to miss that light. Yeah.
1: Don't hang out. <laughs> don't hang out.
0: Yeah. Um, let's see. All right. So, uh, you went to, you went to college, right? I did. So where'd you, where'd you go? Did you go in Connecticut or?
1: I went to UMass Amherst and, uh, Western Mass. OK, so it's like uh, oh, it's like 90 minutes from where I grew up. Probably. I don't remember. Maybe like an hour outside of Boston. So, um, yeah, it's like a it's like a five college community. So you have UMass and you have Amherst College, uh, Mount Holyoke, Hampshire and Smith. And uh, like Amherst is like like an Ivy, like almost like an Ivy League type school, like a Rice kind of school, you know. Mm-hmm. And then Mount Holyoke was uh, I think like an all girls school. And then Smith was an all-girls school that like really fancy people went to, you know, like, like you know, like former first ladies have gone there. It's like very nice. They have hardwood floors in their dorms. It's very rich. Oh, and wow. then uh, Hampshire was like the hippie college where like, I don't think they had grades. Like I heard rumors that they didn't have grades there. You know, it's like very hippie over there. It was basically like the Ninja Turtles that they were colleges, <laughs> you know, yeah, plus yeah, yeah. one, I guess. And UMass was just like kind of party school, but like a good school-ish, I guess yeah maybe not i don't know
0: yeah (laughs) which one was the most haunted of the schools do you think (laughs)
1: Ooh, i would say smith smith seemed old it felt old in mount holyoke i never went to mount holyoke but it feels like that place is probably old too i think they like maybe they invented like volleyball there or something Uh all these schools are very old i think amherst like maybe amherst college is in one of the first college baseball games ever or something so just all these old schools. But Amherst College was, like, everyone was way richer and we couldn't, like, get into their parties. We could just, like, stand outside the parties and hear <laughs> hear about what was happening, you know? <laughs> like, there'd just be rumors at UMass about what parties at Amherst College were like. And they've never let us in. And then, like, Smith, it was, like, I don't know it's just way richer than what we were used to, you know. It was like going into a dorm it was like nicer than any house I'd ever been in. I watched one of the Super Bowls there cuz my freshman roommate went to his sister went to Smith and it was like uh yeah, their like living room in their dorm was like the nicest living room I'd ever been in, you know. It's yeah. like amazing. So, it was interesting.
0: Yeah. Dang. Um, so did, what was your college experience like? Did you you go to a lot of parties? Did you Were you more like stay at home type or?
1: I definitely, I I had a job all through college. So I think that balanced everything out. You know, like I definitely enjoyed it. You know, I definitely like went out and partied, but I think work, having to work and then having to like get decent grades kept everything pretty balanced. And then, I don't know, I don't know about you, but like college for me, junior and senior was the most fun because you're not living on campus and you're kind of living with your friends and you know people. But it was also like I had to work, I felt like I had to work way more because it was like, I like think I had classes two days a week, but then I had like, I worked at J C uh oh, three shit. days a week.
0: My sister worked at J C Penny <laughs> when she was, uh, yeah. yeah, 18, 19. <laughs> you
1: know, Penny's is not a bad place, um, but just any retail job is uh, just emotionally draining. And then looking looking back, on like, all these people who are like quitting those kind of jobs now because you get paid so little. It's like, oh, God, I don't know how I could have ever done it for like... 750 an hour or whatever it was like slave labor but um yeah, yeah. it's rough
0: yeah i worked at bells which is i don't know, Ooh, know
1: i don't know northeast. if you have bells in uh in in uh connecticut in the northeast i don't know
0: yeah i worked there for a year but that was when i was 17 um and so yeah i didn't like it i really hated how they were like you gotta dress business casual and i'm like we're selling jeans. <laughs> like, We're not even selling
1: business casual.
0: Yeah, yeah, why you, what do you care? Um but yeah, I I know like my sister worked at J.C. Penney and there's like this mall in the town like next to the town that I grew up in and for like one of our home ec assignments we had to like go and price things for like this make believe mm-hmm. family. So they took us to the mall for a day. And then two girls got caught. That's a
1: very intricate assignment. Wow. <laughs> like, yeah. What? They're preparing you for shopping for a family? <laughs>
0: yes. Pretty much. I mean, it was home <laughs> back in rural Texas. So, yeah, it's wow. like, that's what you guys are going to do, right? You that's... guys are going to, like, have a bunch of babies. And you're going to go to this shitty, tiny mall. And you're going <laughs> to...
1: You were in high school?
0: Yeah. So I was... I was—I must have been fourteen or fifteen because my sister worked. She was still in high school, and she worked at that Penny's. And two girls got caught shoplifting while on this, like, uh, class trip with us.
1: Jeez. And
0: then she had to like hear about it from her boss. Of like, did you know these girls? And she was like, no, but my like sister. Like it was, was
1: an inside job to steal from <laughs> J.C. Penny. Yeah. It was a multi-city inside job. <laughs> <Yes>. Penny's heist.
0: <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, and then I remember our teacher just being like, "I'm never taking y'all anywhere again." I was like, "That's fair." Did,
1: for the for this field, for this thing? Did the boys and girls have to do it?
0: Yes, but okay. there, I don't know if there were any boys in our class.
1: Was it an elective?
0: If there, yeah. Okay. There, if there was, there was only one or two. There was always only one or two, like really? in our home. And I took home ec every year because I was like, "This is easy as shit. I'm gonna do this."
1: We only had to take it in um in middle school. We, I didn't have it in high school. Oh really? Yeah. We had <laughs> we had to learn on our own how to <laughs> home ec. What is home ec? Stand for?
0: Home economics. Oh wow! <laughs> we had to learn on our own how to wow. home economic <laughs> Did you have a flower baby? Did you ever have to do that assignment?
1: Man, I think I had to do it in middle school, which I don't know what that means. To do were, we, were we too advanced? <laughs> were we growing up too fast? <laughs>
0: I think they were growing you up too fast. Yeah, I think and we that's did all the from me. So
1: <laughs> in high school, I like dissected a pig, and high school got more serious. Yeah.
0: Oh, I, we did that. I think we did that in eighth grade.
1: Oh, wow. So the here universe. it's just more carnage.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you guys were carnage uh, advanced and we were, I guess, home <laughs> economics advanced.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Where I was from. <laughs> yeah, I did not like the pig. That was the frog was one thing. And we did like a like a crawfish at one point. And I was like, what is even the point of this? I kind of, You kind of
1: feel this connection with the pig yeah His, it was like a multi-day thing it was like we would mess with it and then we put it back in the bag yeah you know so it was like it was kind of like a long-term it wasn't like a flash in the pan like we were building a relationship with this dead animal that we were constantly oh accepting. yeah yeah it was kind of weird
0: we would take stuff out put it back in zip yeah. it up get it back out
1: yeah ours was named roberta i remember her name was roberta i don't even know if it was a boy or a girl we just the name was roberta
0: did y'all name her
1: yeah, I don't know if it was a part of the assignment to name it. But I, was I just, about to I say just it just felt like, <laughs> gotta give some humanity to this non-human, you know.
0: Really, I think I went the opposite way where I was like, I gotta think about this. Like, it is not a like a it was a fetal pig. Yeah. So I was like, I gotta think about this. Like, it is not a real an- animal because I was just oh, get oh you were feeling
1: guilty. I mean, it's
0: really, more just like nauseated oh
1: like repulsed
0: yeah repulsed (laughs) grossed out and then but also i would think about like man there's a think about like how many students there are like in the country and if they're all doing this and then if you think about all the students that's a lot of like fetal pigs
1: well i must have been cold-hearted i never thought about this (laughs) (laughs) i was just like give me the pig
0: well i mean i was like writing emo poetry all the time i think when i was like in seventh grade writing
1: emo poetry preparing for high school to price items for your family
0: yeah (laughs) yeah um (laughs) all right so all right so all right so college so you said you went to like some parties but you worked quite a bit did you ever do like a keg stand is that a thing that anybody does like outside of the movies is that real
1: I think it is real. I would say I did one, but I can't. College is now a long time ago.
0: Yeah, (laughs) yeah. yeah.
1: College is now a long time ago, so I don't know. Probably. I would say probably.
0: So should I do a keg stand now? No, I don't no? think you should. No, do a and keg my time stand. is passed. There's just,
1: there's too many points of potential error in a keg stand. You know, especially with uh, like assuming you're going to be with an older crew like people our age, you know, yeah. like
0: Oh yeah, somebody's backs going to Yeah, go out. like
1: you somebody's could get hurt, they could get hurt. <laughs> I just always imagine someone sliding into the keg. You could I the stuff could go through the wrong pipes.
0: Oh, it's just a domino effect of yeah, things that could happen. Yeah, there's a lot wrong. of
1: wild stuff that could happen.
0: <laughs> um, so do you have like a like a rebellious streak ever? No. Do you ever like even with like no at home or anything?
1: No, I don't think I ever did. Yeah. I think there was stages where I was probably more dramatic than others. You know. Yeah. As a kid, but I don't think I ever had like a you know I'm, I smoke cigarettes now phase. No. You know? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, that never, that never really happened.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, like, I'm going to wear
0: a whole lot of black.
1: Yeah, no, I wasn't (laughs) an emo kid. (laughs) I was an R&B kid for sure. I wasn't, I wasn't emo.
0: (laughs) Nice. So did you get along with your family pretty well?
1: Yeah, I feel like in general, like, obviously there is, you know, disagreements here and there, you know. But, uh, I think, like, by and large, like, we didn't have too much trouble with each other, you know. Yeah. Um. Both pretty easy going. But, like, Grant, I have an older sister, and she's, like, a much better kid than me. So I was definitely the more difficult of the two of us, for sure. Um, Definitely more challenging. But I don't think we ever had, like, we were never, like, fighting constantly or anything like that. I think it was pretty pretty chill.
0: See, that's something I was thinking about um, before you came in. I was thinking about things I wanted to ask you and i have like a, such a hard time imagining you angry or,
1: like, yeah rage. yeah
0: even like road rage <laughs> i know that we've done a show in san antonio and you were definitely like much more patient with the drive than i think i would have been if i had been driving oh
1: that's interesting yeah i don't i don't have a <laughs> i don't have a lot of, i don't have rage on the road i guess i have rage otherwhere <laughs> but uh yeah, I'm, I'm pretty mellow. My parents are pretty mellow, too, to be honest. They're yeah. pretty chill. But, you know, I'm sure we had arguments in there, you know? Yeah. Just being a kid, figuring it out, and then obviously making mistakes. But, yeah, like, we're not, like, arguers. Like, I don't— We're not oh, really? people, like, constantly argue. Yeah. Yeah. I can't—I also don't have, like, the—I think a lot of me, like, not being a person who gets angry is, like, I don't have the patience to get angry. You know? It's like, what's the point?
0: Oh man, that sounds nice. That sounds like the appropriate way to think about it.
1: I do get mad when I play sport. When I play like sports, like when I'm playing like pickup basketball or whatever, I, I get mad.
0: Oh yeah, like yeah. competitive mad. Yeah, I get
1: competitive. Not too crazy, but like
0: Do you yeah, trash intense. talk? A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Do you get mad when like it's not going well for you or somebody else is doing well or do you get mad if it feels like they're not playing fairly i think
1: i'm just generally cantankerous on a basketball court you know like just (laughs) give me give me a reason i don't i don't i don't like your face i don't like your shoes i don't like how you wear your shorts
0: (laughs) dang um, so you said you you played sports in high school. Is that is basketball what you played?
1: I did or... not. Oh okay. What did you play? Uh, I played football. I was okay, probably bad. I played mostly like JV football, and then I never really played varsity. Um, if I ran track, and I guess track was probably more of like my. I did like winter track and spring track, and that was like my my thing more so.
0: Oh nice. Yeah. I ran track my seventh grade year, and I quit track at my first meet as i was crossing the finish line in my first what
1: race. were you running like the mile
0: <laughs> no uh i think i think it was just the 800 yards. that would
1: suck i would never run 800 yeah that's a hard race
0: i i yeah i remember i've like just being like i don't and i shouldn't have been running like i have asthma and Me too the, oh yeah
1: <laughs> does, does your insurance still cover your inhaler my insurance stopped covering my inhaler it oh. stopped covering albuterol
0: so mine covers albuterol, but that's all I get. Okay, I just get, and that's just a rescue. That's not even like I get nothing. Daily.
1: I'm off the I'm off the wagon. Yeah, me and my dad both. We have different insurances, and they stopped covering albuterol. Really? Yeah.
0: The price
1: of breathing is now sky high.
0: That's crazy. Yeah. They they just said it's not. They sent
1: a letter. It's it's like not. I don't know. Just didn't even. It's just some trash, you know. Something that I can't fight back.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> this is that life is now. Trash.
0: Uh, yeah, you should just call them when you're having an asthma attack and let them. Hear. No, don't really do that. But um, that's, like an, that's like an. That's
1: like an episode on. of what's the uh, TV show? Nine One One on Fox. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: That's yeah. like
1: an episode of that. It's
0: like <laughs> we got
1: a. I'm I'm protest dying on the phone right now. <laughs> I talked to Angela Bassett. She's a cop in the show. I talked to Jennifer Love Hewitt. I think she's the... I I know this only from watching the previews to the show. I don't think I've ever watched an episode.
0: Oh, yeah. I've only seen the... Jennifer Love Hewitt is from Waco.
1: Is she really? I
0: ran into her at a gas station. I say I ran into her. She was in line in front of me.
1: You were in in the same space. (laughs) We
0: were in the same space. You shared a space. We didn't talk. I, you know... And um, I but I just knew I was like whoever's in front of me as there's something going on because I could just feel like the whole energy in the room at the gas station just change. I wouldn't. like know everybody kind obsessed. of stopped and turned around and started staring. The like cashier was acting like weird. Oh yeah, uh, oh uh, yeah. Let me let me let me get that for you. It's a big
1: Bye. deal because that's like pre Gaines family, right? So she's the most famous person from Waco, yes. right?
0: Yes. Now yeah. the Gaines
1: kind of have a little colony up there. I feel like.
0: Yeah, they gotta.
1: I don't yeah. trust it. <laughs> keep it in. Keep that in.
0: You know, I gotta say, I went to that Magnolia place because my family is in North Texas, so I drive.
1: What's the name of where you're from?
0: Okay, so I grew up in a town called Caddo Mills, and then my parents moved back to their hometown. Okay. Uh, which is Bonham, Texas, which is like 10 miles from Oklahoma or something. Okay. Insane. That's
1: north, north, Texas.
0: Yeah. They're very north. Where I grew up was like kind of like maybe 45 minutes from Dallas.
1: Okay. Like Fort Worthy?
0: Yeah. The other side, east of it, but yes.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Cool. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, so I stopped one time at like the Magnolia place and I was like, this is it. They make it seem so like big on the TV. Granted, this was like I don't know eight years ago or something. So I think they may have expanded now. Here's
1: my thing: I just don't like, and maybe this is a toxic view from my point. Maybe this is a toxic narrative for me. But I feel like there's enough data points to justify it. I don't like like the perfect politician seeming family with no cracks. Like I need a crack. Mm-hmm. You know, you gotta, you gotta. You got to, like, do something, you know? You got to, like, uh, break a reporter's camera, and then I trust you. Right. It doesn't have to be a big crime, but it's commit some sort of small malfeasance to crack that surface, you know?
0: Yeah, it's a, too, it's a little too neat. It's
1: a little too neat for me.
0: Yeah. No, I get that. That makes sense.
1: I had to get some gains, suspicion <laughs> into the pod. <vibe. laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. No. Well, and, it, you know, I always wonder with shows like that, if they have, like, the same thing that, like, Extreme Home Makeover had, where they, like... Behind
1: the scenes, it's, like, like turmoil. Yeah,
0: yeah. Where people were like, oh, I can't even afford this, like, the property taxes on this anymore. I have to, I can't, I can't <laughs> afford this. Oh, it so, must be
1: such a nightmare behind the scenes with house stuff.
0: Yeah. Well, it's just, if you're gonna, like, turn around a house in, like, a week or two... It's just that doesn't happen.
1: I also feel like, all right, with these makeover shows, when the people walk in, they see the new house. Like, if they hate it, they still have to be like, "We're st- it was free or whatever, or we're kind of stuck in this situation." They're not gonna be like, "Ooh, no."
0: Oh yeah, for real, yeah. Well, yeah, it's like I guess if they just are like, oh, they probably just like cut out the sound yeah. and like put in the yay.
1: <laughs> what is a uh... What's Waco's vibe in, like, what's Waco, what do, how do people see Waco as Texans, you know? Because I only know Waco as I see it, like, 12 years in, but I'm curious what Waco's like for for you.
0: I think people, a lot of people here, I think most, well, at least the people that I associate with, the first thing that we think of when we think of Waco is the cult. Right. And the compound. Yeah. And just remembering, I just remember being, like, a little kid and watching my parents watch the swat
1: that's wild the news that's wild
0: like you know surround it and being like what is happening and then that's when i learned what a cult was um but yeah i
1: learned how to price items for the family (laughs) (laughs) immediately after that
0: and then there's a dr pepper museum there which is pretty pretty weird
1: have you, did you like field trip there when you were young?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, we went to a dairy farm once for a field trip. We, ha- we had bad field trips. We had a lot of
1: farm type field trips. Yeah? Yeah, yeah.
0: Where else did y'all go? We
1: had farm. We had like the, um, the big one is in middle school. You go to like, I guess, Plymouth Rock, where they have like the old reenactment of. Maybe it's Jamestown. I don't know. You know, one of the first colonies. I don't know. I should know. I don't know. But it's, you know, where they're all dressed up and, like, churning butter and stuff and talking in accents. And looking back, like, you know, nightmare. Nightmare scenario. I don't want to go back in time ever, you know? Yeah. It's a trap.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we went to some, like, like old city. I forget what it was called. Old City Park. And we would like, they took us and we like met a blacksmith and it was like clearly an actor pretending to be a blacksmith, but he was just like, oh, come over here and I'll show you how to, you know, and then there were like people like, (laughs) there were like those things set up where I forget what it's called, where you like hold someone in town, like prisoner stocks? and like the wooden thing. Yeah, the yeah. stuck with the like the armholes yeah. in the head. And I was just like, what is this? <laughs> there's,
1: there's an adult in the stocks. <laughs> yeah. Was there someone in the stocks? No. Okay. I was gonna say, whose job is it to be in the stocks? So uh you're the town idiot today.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean what a nightmare that would be. Um and then just have a bunch of like fifth graders like around you and just like, ah, you're an idiot. The
1: blacksmith, The blacksmith's doing community service. He mm. has 5D UIs. It's like, all right, you gotta be the blacksmith in old city town now.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, yeah. And then usually we just went to the same zoo, like, every year for, like, I think six, six years in right. a row.
1: We never went to... We went to aquariums. There's, like, a mystic aquarium in Connecticut that's pretty nice.
0: Oh, what's a mystic aquarium? Well,
1: it's, like, mystic's the uh town you know like the movie mystic pizza that's connecticut oh okay i think i'm pretty sure yeah at least 50 50 sure okay it's the same mystic
0: i mean that place is haunted if it's if connecticut has a town named mystic
1: yeah i never (laughs) even thought of that (laughs) Yeah.
0: that is a haunted place (laughs) it is
1: pretty like haunted (laughs) yeah look up the curtis house if you like want to get into it that's like the most haunted place in my hometown
0: oh okay
1: it's been on tv and stuff but like they just at some point they just shut down a whole floor because it was too creepy and then you know just like everyone who works there has crazy stories and you hear it from enough people eventually you kind of buy into it too so and there was like a weird uh this this guy was like doing maintenance work at the library in our hometown this is probably like seven years ago or five years ago and he had like a poltergeist situation where like the books were flying up the books were flying nope. around him, you know, like, no. like, you know, like the opening scene in Ghostbusters 2 was like that happened. And it's it's in the newspaper. This is like pretty recent.
0: Did he stay? I mean, he left that job.
1: I right? don't I did. They don't really <laughs> clarify if he finished the job. Maybe that was the last line. Like, you know, but Stan as a true professional. finished the job.
0: His, stay late that night.
1: The soul of his firstborn son was taken. He finished the gig. <laughs> Damn it. He put those LED lights up.
0: That's wild. Yeah, it, um, it's wild. That's that's crazy. I'll have to show you. I'll have to pull up a picture. So my grandmother passed away in like 2019. I'm oh,
1: sorry to hear. It's like pre-pandemic, right before.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, it, yeah, it was like August before. So, um, it, but there's like this old like funeral home and it looks like, you look at it, and you're like, that place is haunted as fuck.
1: The building is taking on. Do you, do you think that, uh, that's interesting, because I think about this a lot when I see places in the Northeast, like, does it seem creepy now because we're so far away from that time, or was that design of everything at some point in time just creepy, inherently, you know? Was well, just everything they made terrifying at that time?
0: Yeah. Ooh, yeah. So, her, her wake was in that funeral home. And I was just like, I, I don't want to. I don't this. I don't want to be here. This is like this
1: haunted house from a movie. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's actually been in something. I know that it's
1: also a be- like, like a beautiful house. It looks like the Beetlejuice house. Is that right?
0: Yeah, it looks. It's called so. It's called Wyatt's Funeral Home. If you wanna, if you're listening and you want to look it up. But yeah, as those like little round things, like a castle would. It's huge, but anyway, I just in there. The floors in every room like creaked, and there were like only certain rooms were allowed in, right? Because you know they're doing things, you know,
1: houses just (laughs)
0: bodies and such, (laughs) others. But just every room I walked into, it was just like creak, 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 creak. It's like. This is, I, all right, the sun's setting. Can we get out of here? <laughs> I don't want to be here in the dark.
1: That's a different vibe. You can feel the vibe from the outside. Mhm. I think it's a, it's a South, the thing I know is move to the South, like in the Northeast, you know, like a lot of everything's kind of connected. When you see a house that's just standalone like that in the middle of a property, it's like, ugh, it's all instantly creepy to me.
0: Yeah.
1: Property house, like a little, I guess really plantation looking houses.
0: Yeah, I went to Vermont um, a few years ago, and I it was like I, I've been in New England only a few times, but yeah. yeah, just all those like old like kind of houses, are mm-hmm. like Victorian looking. Am I using that word right? Yeah, now? I think I'm that's
1: like fair. That?
0: Yeah, so and they're all like next to each other, but I remember like the person I was visiting, I was just like, "This place is haunted," and he was like, "Stop! Don't! Don't!" <laughs>
1: Cause he has to sleep there. Yeah. yeah, it's a it's it's a vibe when you have like sleepovers when you're growing up. It's like, yeah, all right, whose place is haunted?
0: Yeah. My,
1: I had a friend when I was real young. Uh, his family lived in a house that was built. It was built by, by one of like the founders of the town, I think. It was like from the mid 1700s, maybe. And uh, I we would I'd hang out there, and like one time I had a sleepover there, and uh, his mom had a room full of porcelain dolls. So it was like a super old house, but on top of that, they had like an actual terror room, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I remember, and you, you know, you'd walk by it late at night, and the floors are creaking. It's like uh ah, just one. I'll never. I could like see it in my head now, you know. Uh, beautiful doll collection, though. Not not the collection if you're into that stuff, but terrifying if you're a kid, you know.
0: Oh, for sure. So I actually have a fun story about <laughs> about porcelain dolls. So my grandmother on uh, my dad's side who lives in Oklahoma, um, she used to make porcelain dolls and sell oh, them. Oh, wow. And uh, when we were kids, like, she would Porcelain take... dolls give
1: me the chills. It just makes me think of the Titanic. When they show the wreckage, it's always, like, a doll at the bottom oh, of the yeah. ocean with its face cracked. That's why I can always, always think of that.
0: Well, here here's, like, there's a lot of, like, creepiness around it, but I, so... Um, when we were kids, like, all the grandkids would go up and stay with my grandmother for, like, a few weeks. And she would, like, kind of be working on, like, her dolls. And we weren't allowed to go. She had, like, this little office outside of the house, just, like, and it was called the dollhouse. And that's where she would work.
1: That is, like, that's the name of a horror movie, the dollhouse.
0: She also had, yes, it is. And she also had... A uh like a little room in her house where she would work on some st- too if she wanted to like be inside but I remember like we would always like somehow get around them and break break one of them but I just remember one time we were like we were out in the country so we were like alright let's play hide and seek outside it was like me and like six of my cousins and, and then so I remember being like nobody will ever find me in here and so I walked into the doll room or the dollhouse, like at night, and you know, it's in the dark, and there's just like faces without eyes, and then there's just like little little like porcelain.
1: Oh, it's like mannequin pieces, legs. but it's oh, God. And they're like hanging
0: from the ceiling God. and they're like sitting on the shelf, and it was just like <sighs> this is just- frightening.
1: <laughs> that stays with you forever.
0: My grandmother actually made a doll that looks like me. She called it an amber doll. And I was like, I
1: don't So you live for, know. you live forever.
0: I don't I I'm like, who has who has these dolls though? And this was when I was like a little kid, but like who who has these dolls? I don't like the idea that somebody made a, like a face like
1: you're mine. You're sitting on someone's <laughs> You're in my friend's house. <laughs>
0: Uh, <laughs> I just uh Anyway, whatever. you could
1: write a bunch of horror stories about your the dollhouse. Yeah, there's so many narratives you could take. Because that when you were when you were describing that you would come up for the summer, I was thinking like, oh, she must have dolls that look like her grandkids if mm-hmm. if they're seeing like you're inspiring that but that's also terrifying
0: <laughs> yeah she did and she would she would sell she would make some and keep some and make some and give them away and then she would make some and sell some so there's like how
1: succe- was she like pretty successful
0: yeah i think she like did pretty well at yeah. it she just seemed like she really really l- enjoyed it because i asked her like how did you get into it she was like oh i like went up to new york oh wow and like took a class and like went to like this like conference and learn how to do it and then at first I wasn't very good and then I got really good and I was like I really want to see those early dolls because you know that they're terrifying
1: I don't even want to I don't <laughs> even want to plant that seed in my head she's really known in the doll community should they yeah. call her the doll master Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, because if you just think, I think about, like, my first, like, jokes I ever wrote and, like, how clumsy they were. Like, imagine putting together a doll, like, for the first time and just glue coming out of its eyes and just, like, the arms in the I'm, place. I'm
1: bouncing all this <laughs> off my face. <laughs> I can't even let those thoughts into my head.
0: All right, I'll stop trying to terrorize you. <laughs> all the,
1: all, I always think about, like, you know, like, the, the Annabelle... Oh, story. Yeah. And I don't even want to get into it, but like that story freaks me out so. so even going in the doll direction well, terrifies see, me.
0: So those that was based on those Raggedy Ann dolls.
1: And that's even, and that, I think that's probably why, because like, uh, the Warrens used to, they were from the Northeast, so like they would tour colleges and uh, sometimes Connecticut, and my, my mom would go up and see them. Oh wow! And they would do the like presentations, basically, on all the different cases, including Annabelle. Um, but just the, the whole dolls in general, dolls and like a, the ventriloquist dummies, between those, oh, yeah, terrifying creations. Yeah, which I don't see how they weren't creepy in the moment, you know?
0: I don't either. I mean, I remember having actually had the Raggedy Ann and Andy dolls when I was like a kid. Somebody no, no, gave no. them to me when no. I was real little, and I just kept them shoved up in my closet and kept the door shut. It
1: Sounds felt like, it felt off immediately for me. Raggedy Ann's were like none. I don't think we had one in our house. It looks yeah. like
0: a clown.
1: Yeah, there's something and off. And not clowns? There's something off. Can't trust them. Who's happy all the time?
0: Mm-mm. No. And they're not even really. They're just painting that smile on.
1: Tears of a clown. Pagnotchi. you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: okay, so um, another thing I always ask people about um, is, like, travel. Um... Do you do you travel much or did you in your, your
1: I did college, your 20s I did uh right well no my 20s no cuz I had no money um so no I never traveled pretty much I, I pretty much just went if there's family stuff you know so I go home or to Baltimore or to Hampton Virginia that's where like uh my grandparents are but uh I think the biggest trip I took when I was young on my own like after I was out of high school is I went to LA my senior year of college. And that was great. Oh, nice. And it was my first time ever going to California.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: I just specifically remember, uh, going there and like spending a little time and just thinking like, this is like heaven, <laughs> you know, cause okay. I was from the Northeast. So it's just like, it's a little more dreary and you, uh, you get way less warm months and like sunny days. I feel like, so going out there, it's just like perfect weather, water, palm trees, it was great. It was a fun trip. Um, I've only been back, I think, once. So it's kind of like this, like, heaven in my mind. I'm sure if I spent more time there, I would, I'd hate it. But, oh, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, but other than that, no big trips. I went on, like, a road trip to see a bunch of baseball games when I was uh, going into my senior year of college, too. Like, a road trip. Actually, that was pretty fun. Yeah? We went to, like, uh, it was like we had all just turned 21, me and two friends from high school. And uh, we went to, you know... Basically from Connecticut to Wisconsin and back, and hit all the baseball stadiums in between.
0: That actually rules.
1: So it's pretty, it's pretty freaking fun. I think the craziest thing that happened on that trip, well, it's not even crazy. It's just like a story. But uh, do we have time for a story? Oh yeah. All right. There's uh like I'm a I'm allergic to dogs. You know.
0: Oh shit. No, I'm sorry.
1: Not badly. No, your dog's good. What's your dog's name again?
0: Scout. Scout. She's barely a dog.
1: She's very small. <laughs> it's like a miracle. <laughs> Every step she takes is cursed, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, she's a she's four and a half pounds.
1: She's so small. She's just a, is she like a chihuahua.
0: Mm-hmm. Will yeah. She, okay. She's a she's a rescue, but yeah, she's so she just hides under blankets all the time because when you're that small,
1: the world is it's scary. Ter- yeah. Terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> I don't blame her. Um, I'm allergic to dogs, and uh, you basically like saliva for all that stuff. And uh, we were in Aurora, Ohio, and uh, one of one of my friends on the trip knew someone who lived there, and she let us stay at her house because her parents weren't there. So we had, like, a little party at the house. And, like, one layer to this was her dad was some sort of, like, animal trainer, like, world-renowned animal trainer. And all the pictures on their wall were just, like, him under a dolphin, you know, like, him under a, <laughs> like a jumping animal and shit. I was like, all right, whatever. This is weird. Why do you live in Ohio? And, uh, <laughs> I don't know if there's even a SeaWorld here. And they had this, uh, dog. I forget what they call it, but I think it's some sort of Japanese dog. And it's like, it's, it's all, it's like all white fur, but it's very muscular. And it's like pretty small. It's kind of like, you know, that movie Turbo. It's like that kind of dog.
0: I think. Oh, okay.
1: And, uh. They had that kind of dog but it was like a pup it was like pretty young so it still had its balls it wasn't um you know compromised yet (laughs) and uh you know the thing about like i'm allergic to dogs so like dogs innately like me they'd feel the energy like they know you don't want it so they want you
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and he kept just like humping me like the whole night like really aggressive like humping so they had to put the dog in the basement you know because it was getting too out of control so then the party like ends (laughs) It wraps up, you know everyone leaves. I'm sleeping on like a like a pull out couch in the living room, and I'm sleeping, and I feel like a you know like a sensation on my face. no, and I wake up and it's just like a sheet of white
0: no. thrusting
1: like up and down my face no. and, like his little you know his his crotch is just pounding into my chin, you know <laughs> like he's 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 humping my face pretty hard. And, uh, you know, it causes, like, a little commotion. She wakes up, and she puts the dog outside. And, uh, you know, everyone kind of, like, all my friends, everyone wakes up, and we, you know, go back to sleep. And uh, I wake up, and, you know, you could like, feel someone staring at you. Mm-hmm. And I wake up, and I sit up, and I, the dog is outside the glass, just, like, no. staring in the window
0: Oh, my God. Like, he
1: can feel my scent.
0: Oh, that's so creepy. And then
1: the next day, like, my eyes were just, like, swollen shut. You yeah, know, my face is red, and my eyes were swollen shut. So we had to, like, get Benadryl to take the swelling down. But it, it was wild. Yeah.
0: Holy shit, Justin. Yeah. Really got. A dog assaulted your got face. Got taken
1: by the dog. Yeah, the dog really got me. And he's so, like, he was small, but he was strong, you know?
0: Oh, he was, yeah. He was
1: built for it.
0: That's the thing about, like, some of those dogs, they look, like, little, but they're, like, all
1: All muscle. muscle. Yeah. 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 It's, like, pure muscle mass. They're yeah. freaks.
0: Yeah. Damn. That's... And freaks. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks so bad. Yeah.
1: Never going back to Aurora.
0: <laughs> so uh, so who's your baseball team? Who do you follow?
1: I'm agnostic. I used to... the. The Minnesota Twins had a minor league team in uh, Connecticut, New, the New Britain Rockets. And I worked there in college for like a little while. I just I was like an usher there. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, they they don't exist anymore. So I don't really have a, an affiliation, which is kind of fun because mm-hmm. I'm a Jets fan and a Knicks fan. And that's a very miserable experience in my life. So
0: <laughs> I think it's good
1: to have this like I can just kind of root for like players I like and teams I like, um, you yeah, know, whoever's whoever's interesting
0: yeah yeah Yeah. okay that's cool um okay let's see oh okay so uh another thing that i ask is i ask about like 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 dating uh doing the doing the apps and stuff have you ever done now
1: now in my life or any at at any any point? point well the interesting thing is like when I got down here, Tinder didn't exist. Like Tinder didn't exist until I was like oh, yeah. twenty seven or twenty eight. Did you move? I got here when I was twenty one. Oh okay. So like right after I graduated college, I was here. Yeah. I'd, I pretty much immediately turned twenty two, but I was like technically twenty one, um and they didn't have dating apps, so like I actually had to like like, meet people, which was, the first year was tough, because I really didn't, I knew, like, one person who I met when I went to L.A., she, like, was friends with my friend who lived there, but I knew no one else, so it was kind of, like, an organic having to, like, figure it out, but I would say I didn't really start dating until, like, more, like, my late 20s. I was pretty, like, A, like, pretty, like, introverted, and then B, just, I feel like, really working early on, you know? Yeah. wasn't really slowing down.
0: Well, that makes sense. I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't really dating much. I had like a few like relationships that would just kind of happen and yeah. then I would be in them for a long time, yeah. but it it wasn't like I was out dating trying to find a person. Someone
1: out there is like, it didn't just happen.
0: <laughs> yeah. It was my everything.
1: <laughs> it was my forever. Oh,
0: God. <laughs> yeah, I guess that is kind of a dismissive thing to say. <laughs> uh sorry
1: uh <laughs> sorry dan <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah so i'm like trying to put forth that effort now <laughs> when it is it is i don't like i know like meeting people organically is really hard but i'm also like does this ever work these apps do they ever no
1: i think the apps i think like I had to bumble a little bit. I think it does work. Like, yeah. I think you, it, it's like, I think it just takes energy and you just have to decide how much energy you want to put toward it.
0: God. Yeah. I get, um, well, and I'm introverted too. So I get where I'm like, all right, I can't keep having these same Yeah, conversations I can't be charismatic our- in yeah. three
1: different chats, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's so hard to be charismatic in one chat.
0: So I'll get like, oh, right. I got, I had somebody the other day, I had a guy get mad at me and like yell at me. Not like yell, but, you know, yell over a message, yell about me taking 48 hours to get back to him. That's nuts. And I was just like. That's nuts. Dude, why do you think, like, I am over here messaging, like, six other people. Like, I'm doing the best I can. Step it up.
1: <laughs> I do believe that. Like, I don't, yeah. I, I don't but
0: it know. was just like, why do you feel. And I was actually like. I've had, like, some back pain and, like, hip pain. So I was on painkillers. So it's was, like, I was, like, out of it for, like, 48 hours. I wasn't even... It was just, like, you don't know what's... Go- I'm, why do you feel entitled? And it was, like, three messages in. Like, three or four messages in.
1: It's a crazy, like, risk to take. Cause it's, like, I always do think, yeah, they're going to message you back and be, like, yeah, my cat died or something, yeah, right. you know? It's, like, you're insensitive. But also I think that's one of the negatives to the apps where it's, like, the immediacy of everything, I think, makes people think like that. You know, like, if you message them that you should get a quick response and, like, a quick date, you know, and, like, dates should be set up quick and then the relationship should move fast. And it's, like, I feel like before apps, things did kind of naturally take a little longer, you know, because it was more organic. So I I don't know. Yeah. I'm, like, back and forth on it.
0: Yeah, same, same. Um. All right. So is there anything in your twenties that you didn't do that you wish you had?
1: I can't even imagine what I don't I don't know. Everything I would want to do would involve money. I just didn't have any money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know that like, there's that period of your twenties where it's like you are like still having fun doing what you can but like you know, I couldn't, like, go to Europe or, you know, oh, yeah. or, like, go to, like, big music festivals. Like, I could go, I could do, like, little stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I think, honestly, I wish I partied less, looking back. You really? That, yeah. Yeah. Like, and not that I did much more than, you know, like, weekends, like, Friday, Saturday. But even that, like, you look at, like, I think you kind of carry the college culture over into your 20s. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, not sustainable. And it's, like, you get nothing out of it yeah all the money you spend on like drinks and stuff it's like you get absolutely nothing out of it so
0: well that makes me feel better about not having that
1: yeah i mean really (laughs) a
0: long time
1: you don't miss out a lot because i look at like the close (laughs) friendships i have it's really from people like I, i worked with and spent a lot of time with but and maybe like we went out together and hung out but it's like you can have drinks together at your places. I think that's what the cool thing is about being my thirties. It's more of like getting dinner and hanging out at people's apartments or houses versus like going out, having drinks and staying up late. And, you know, I guess still staying up late, but, um, a little less intense, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. Less party would have been nice.
0: All right. Uh, last question. Do you, okay. So, um, as like, teen mom who's like I've gotten to do some partying and you know I split I don't want to like act like I don't have any experiences but uh, for somebody who didn't have a lot of those like I guess typical experiences what's something that you think that I should do that most people do that I may not have done
1: ooh like a a unique 20s experience yeah man All of them are degenerative, right? I can't think of...
0: <laughs> so far, pretty much everybody has like said something. Lisa was like, hook up with a neighbor. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> God. Somebody was like, D- do more drugs, I think.
1: Well, the good thing about your 30s is if you realize you don't have to do all the things you did in your 20s to you thought was fun.
0: But... Oh, I like that. I like that a lot. I can't
1: think of anything, like, yeah, maybe this is just me personally, I can't think of anything from my 20s that I would relive. Oh, yeah. You know, like, uh, God. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, maybe, the you know, the road trip was such a good experience, and you could do that at any age. But that's something from my 20s that I would, I would do again. That yeah. was cool. Because it is kind of, like, you're never going to, like, go to Indiana, you know, otherwise, you know.
0: Oh yeah, no. Why? It was
1: just like as a young, as like a young person getting to see way more of America was was kind of cool for me.
0: Okay. Um.
1: So it wasn't like going to Europe. It was like we could save for like a couple of months and take that trip. You know. So that I'd recommend that. Okay. See see the country. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Uh. Thanks. Okay. So, uh, do you have anything that you want to plug? Do you have socials you want to plug, or any shows coming up in July?
1: Awesome. Uh, I I host a show, with Danny Goodwin, called uh, it's like Shed at Shed Barbershop It's every last Tuesday of the month, so last Tuesday in July, last Tuesday in August, come see us and uh, nothing else. That's it.
0: Yeah, that's a great show. I'm that's glad. It's yeah, I'm glad. Super
1: happy about it. Yeah. Um, we missed it so much, but yeah, Shed's been great to us. So yeah,
0: uh, I
1: don't know how long we've been doing it. I don't know what year it is. How old I am. I
0: know who knows anything anymore (laughs) well thanks for coming on the podcast i really appreciate you
1: hell yeah thanks for having me this is super fun um shout out scout good (laughs) jobs
0: who is buried buried (laughs) under blankets the way that we all should be right now after this week all right uh all right thanks Bye. bye